Today's episode should be especially useful for you if you've ever like thought about how, how do I write copy for a niche or a topic area or a market that I don't know. It's not Mailbox Monday, but I got this subscriber email that came in and I thought it might make a great episode. And, uh, and, and so here we are. Uh, if you have a question that you'd like to have answered in an upcoming episode, I'll include a link to uh, submit your, your question for a Mailbox Monday episode. Uh, anyway, so this, this email came in and said, hi, Roy. Wow, thanks for responding. It was about a different email. I know you say you read all these emails, but I didn't know you responded to them too. Email writing is going pretty well. I'm currently writing for a small motorcycle clothing brand. The emails usually start with a heading and image announcing what the email's about, new product, restock sale. And then it gets into the copy, which is written like it's from one of the company's owners to the reader. My biggest problem is definitely the start and end of the emails. I tend to ramble at the start. I find it difficult to balance getting to the point quickly with having a writing to a friend feel. My closes aren't so great either. We usually try to close it out with something funny, but I'm not the best at motorcycle humor. So I tend to end things in a way that feels a little abrupt. Do you have a list of what courses would be best for an email marketer in BTMS, I, BTMS Insiders? I've thought about joining for a month, but I've always been overwhelmed by all that's there. Thanks again for responding. And I chose an initial instead of the full name here, Jay. My response, uh, well, I'll give you my response, plus even more thoughts in today's episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe if this feels relevant to you so you can get more content like this delivered to you. Uh, with that, let's dive in. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, uh, before we dive into today's episode, uh, the sponsor is my email copywriting prompts training. The link is in the description. If you need to write emails, regardless of what market or industry you're in, that email copywriting prompts training will be hugely beneficial to you. So uh, check it out. The link is in the description. Did I say the link is in the description? It's email copywriting prompts. All right. <laughs> so uh, here was my suggestion for this copywriting challenge that this, this person brought up. Um, so let's start with let's start with just my direct reply. Hey, Jay, uh, there's actually an email marketing category at BTMS Insiders. I linked to that. I'll include a link in the description here. So that's a good start. Also, I recommended the email copywriting prompts. And then I said, for what it's worth, I would probably and this is me saying I would probably suck at writing motorcycle copy. It's not my world. What I would try to do is talk to the owners as much as possible to get stories from the staff, the shop, the customers, etc. Plus look in places like Reddit slash r slash motorcycles and Reddit slash r slash motorcycle, which those are two separate subreddits or forums on Reddit and see what's hot there and maybe get some fun stuff to work from and even share. Um, and I said that crowd may actually engage more with crazy videos and trying to be overtly funny. Have a great weekend, Roy. Okay, so um, like let's let's kind of zoom out here and let's talk about this. So um, when you're when you're when you're trying to come up with writing to a market that you don't know, one of the big things that you can do is you can look at it like independent from the market. What are what? How can I come up with topic ideas? So for example, I'm, I'm gonna use my Paizo formula here, which I've taught in quite a few episodes. Problem, agitate, invalidate, solve, and then ask for action. So 
any one of those or some combination thereof can make a great topic for an email. So you will get like, what are the problems? What are the common challenges? What are the symptoms of the challenges that somebody would face in that market? And so who knows? Like there could be, geez, I'm just thinking um, there's, there's, um, there's all sorts of, of things around motor, motorcycle safety and making sure that people, um, that, that motorcycles are actually seen on the road and motorcycle visibility. So I might talk about that. Yeah, that's a challenge that motorcyclists face. Um, I don't know, you know, I, I don't like the motorcycle world is so big. And so there are so many different even subgroups within the motorcycle world um, that different groups may identify different problems, different challenges. And so if you're targeting like Harley riders, it could be very different than if you're targeting like Honda riders or something. I, I don't know the brands that well, but um, you, you get the point, right? It's, it's different audiences and they may face different challenges. Um, and when I say challenges or symptoms of challenges, it could be like a hyper specific um, thing that represents the bigger challenge. Like one specific scenario is what the symptom of the challenge might be. Or you might look at agitation. So what big frustrations are there inside this audience? What shame, like feeling not good enough, exists in this audience? What anger exists in this audience? And there's a lot of negative emotions there, but a lot of like agitation does come out of that. Like, and oftentimes what's the, what's the link to the initial problem, right? So a challenge that you might face, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it could be, let's try to capture this in just a couple of sentences. Like, um, you know, my, my daughter, uh, just got old enough that she could get her bike learner's permit or whatever, like, I don't even know what the official licensing is. Um, get get her bike learner's permit, and um, I, you know, as I was reflecting on it, I couldn't believe that I didn't already talk to her more about these issues with, um, you know, riding whatever. So that agitation that's going on, like um, the the shame is like I couldn't believe that I didn't do the fulfill this role as a parent, right? Um, or anger or frustration could be, have you heard about this latest thing that's a frustration for uh motorcyclists and and you know they just clearly don't understand us or whatever like i don't know the market very well but what i'm doing is i'm looking for these different things to grab onto within validation you're looking at what are the different options available to the audience and um why do many of them prove insufficient, right? So what's good and bad? Who, who are the winners and losers? What are the buying criteria for different solutions? Now, specifically, this is a clothing brand. So um, I, and, and I don't know their, all their lines of clothing, but you could actually get people to kind of choose camps, right? Hey, we're all motorcyclists here, but are you more of a, a cruiser rider, which would be the Harleys or whatever? Or are you a crotch rocket rider or you know like um i it, maybe those aren't the best terms for it but but how could you get people to raise their hand and like be in these different camps and and um why why is your style of bike the best etc right um so you you get some friendly competition going in your audience in the way that you're talking through it uh solutions buying criteria um when you when you identify this is the ideal solution to a problem, you're looking for what are the buying criteria that create the best solution. And uh, this is typically tied to reasons that your stuff 
works. Like if we're going to build an engaging content strategy that's also driving people towards the sale, there is going to be some of that. Like, okay, here's here's the best thing, right? Like here's here's the important thing. I don't know, maybe it's um, understanding the latest uh, motorcycle jacket technology that protects your spine because there's very specific... Um, I, I happen to know this. There's there's very specific protective gear that you can wear that, you know, it may look for the most part like a regular jacket, but it does a great job of preventing spine injuries if you were to get in an accident. And so if you're going to be talking about that for this week or whatever, maybe you help people understand that and why the buying criteria is what it is, right? Um, and looking for reasons why it works. And then, of course, the old standby. Some of your emails are just really going to be focused on asking for action. So, you know, we're running a back to school sale or we're running a, a July 4th Freedom of the Open Road sale or we're running a um, Christmas is for you to buy yourself some new gear sale or whatever it is, right? <laughs> um, it's you're, you're, you're promoting sales, offers, calls to action, all of that stuff in the email. Lots of good stuff to work from, right? Um, and then stories, 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 stories. Find ways to work stories into your emails. You know, as as was clear in the email that I that I said, one of the first things that I would do would be to just have conversations with the owners and say, like, what are your relevant stories? Like, I would I would really just be recording lots of stories and trying to get that out of them. Try to have conversations with the staff, see what stories customers bring in, etc. So. Like those are some topic ideas, right? That's a great starting point. But then how do you actually take, let's say you you decide, okay, I'm going to talk about, um, you know, why leather jackets aren't good enough for uh, motorcycle riders anymore. And I'm going to talk about the, the, um, the spine protection that's available, right? How can I actually talk to my audience and write to them like an insider even when I'm not? Well, one of the biggest things that you can do is you can study the vocabulary, the word choices, the language that's being used in that audience. And my recommendation to you would be to get a pad of paper and a pencil or like three by five note cards and write down specific terminology that you see. For example, like let's say you're browsing Reddit, right? Write down specific terminology that you see and write a definition for it, give it meaning and context, right? So you wanna study the vocabulary and the language. I would talk to the client a lot, as much as possible, especially if I, I don't know the audience as well. I would wanna get the client stories, I'd wanna get staff stories, I'd wanna get customer stories. I just want lots of stories, preferably recording so I could transcribe them or you know upload them to like otter.ai, which is a service that offers AI transcription, and use that as a starting point for writing that, right? Learn what they're interested in. This could, it used to be magazines and stuff, right? Like niche specific magazines. But now you can just log on to Reddit. You can log on to subreddits. You can log on to other forums and stuff too. But with Reddit, you can just say, what are the top stories in the past month or the past year or the past week on Reddit? And you can see like people are sharing viral videos. People are sharing you know, frustrations. People are sharing this, that, and the other thing, right? Uh, people are, are expressing what they are interested in. Um, and, and that could be a great place to actually get humor, but you know, drawing from that humor example, I would be really careful with humor, especially inside a subculture that you don't really feel like you're a core part of. You would want to, well, you'd be better off sharing something interesting versus something funny. So for example, like 
when I loaded up one of the motorcycle subreddits, I saw a video from a race and it showed these motorcyclists like going cresting this hill and every single one of them at the speed they were going were getting air. <laughs> and it was like, whoa, like just incredible video footage. And it was just normal in the context of this race that all of them were, were taking off as they were cresting this hill. And that would be a cool thing to share, right? Um, so I would find things that were interesting, exciting, but not necessarily funny. Now, if you do want to develop an email copywriting superpower to kind of be able to go between markets, I'm not going to say it's going to be like easy, automatic, your first email, you're like writing in the voice of the market, right? But to be able to easily go back and forth between markets, the email copywriting prompts is a great example of how you can do that. So like there's templates, right? I'm going to copy this template and it's going to, but templates always end up sounding the same and often don't work nearly as well the second time and beyond that they're used as they did maybe the first time. Prompts are just idea generators, right? This is the type of idea to grab onto. So, you know, let's write about a problem or a challenge that's being faced by people in the market, right? Um, and so prompts is that kind of thing. My email copywriting prompts has 31 of them and they can definitely help you come up with a lot of ideas they're those universal ideas and idea starters are easy to adapt to your market because they are all market agnostic um, and and also i would say in the context of that there's bonus training with that that talks about strategy over the specific content so you know how you structure a campaign how you structure offers all of that stuff matters and that stuff easily moves from market to market to market. So for example, yesterday, in, in yesterday's episode, I was talking about this four-day product of the month campaign that I just ran. And largely that could be taken from market to market to market. And it would be really effective for that because it's like announce the product, announce the sale, um, you know, justify the purchase, and then establish the deadline and the urgency. And hey, all of that. Um, is relevant to pretty much any market and offer that you might think. So you can check that out. The link is in the description. You can also check out a link straight to the email marketing category of the BTMS Insiders training so you can see all of it that's available if you do sign up for a membership as opposed to buying the individual training um, through the All Access Pass. And uh, I'll also include that link where you can ask me your question. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And every day and every episode, I'm trying to help you increase your marketing genius with tips like this, overcoming this copywriting challenge of writing to a new market. You know, that's uh, it, it takes a little bit of genius to do that. And I think this episode is a good start. I'll see you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.